Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Jesus and Coffee with Pastor Tom, where we have a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. So we are in Proverbs 22, looking at verse 3 through 4. Let's say a prayer and get started. Father, thank you for this morning. Open our eyes to see clearly your word and teach us something new today. And we pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, let's look at scripture. I really like these verses this morning. There's, uh, <laughs> I'm going to keep it short, though, because I could see myself really going a long time in these verses, just because they're so foundational, what they talk about, especially verse 4. So let's read 3. Read, uh, 3 here says, The prudent sees danger and hides himself, but the simple go on and suffer for it. Now, one thing I love about Proverbs and I love about Solomon is these are not just wise statements. What is so wise about how they're written is practically every single one of these verses that we have done has a real everyday living application. And it also has a deep spiritual truth and spiritual application. And so it's almost like there, there's two meanings in each verse. One verse making one statement, yet it's got two applications, two meanings. And I, I love that about Proverbs. And in often cases, much of the Bible is like that because the way we see the world is through stories and through parables. And that's why Jesus taught that way. Jesus taught in parables and he, he, he gave um, real life um, physical representations for, for the unseen, the spiritual truths. And it's the way our brain works. We use the, the real world to, to help us understand the things that we cannot sense. We can't touch, smell, see, hear. Okay? And uh, Solomon really, really nails that with Proverbs. Okay, so let's look here at verse 3. What is the, the practical day-to-day -day application? Well, obviously, we need to be prudent. We need to be aware. We need to be focused so that we can see any dangers that may be coming our way. Okay, And if danger is coming our way, we need to be ready and prepared to protect ourselves or hide ourselves. Right? This is obvious. This is how you drive a car. Okay, you got to be focused. You got to be prudent. You got to be aware. You got to think ahead. You got to look ahead down the road. As you're driving a car, you don't look at the front bumper and the road right in front of the bumper, right? You, you can't drive that way. You got to look down the road a good ways to be able to know what's coming and what turns coming up, right? And when I taught the boys how to ride a bicycle, I told them the same thing. As they're riding their bicycle, little kids, and they're first doing it, their instinct is to look down at the front tire to see what the tire's doing. But you don't do that because you're going to fall over. You look ahead, further down the road. You got to be prudent and you got to prepare for what's to come. Okay, that's the the basic application, you know, in the in the real world. 
Now the spiritual application um, is the same way, right? So as we, we seek to do the right thing in life, we need to look ahead and what we do today and how it impacts the future. Okay, we need to be prepared to protect ourselves against um, temptation in this world, against evil things. For example, we see in 1 Peter 5, 8, the Bible tells us, Peter tells us, be sober-minded. That's the same as being prudent. Be watchful, okay? Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. So as Christians, we need to be ready to um, defend ourselves if Satan comes our way to tempt us or to to try to coax us into the wrong way of living and thinking. So we need to be prudent. We need to wa- be watchful and be sober-minded and be ready to hide ourselves from him, okay? And not be someone who's simple and not doesn't think ahead because they're going to be tempted and they're going to fall into it and they're going to, to be um, devoured uh, by the lion, so to speak. Okay, so two... Two applications there. Now, verse 4. I really like verse 4 because it takes us all the way back to Proverbs 1.7. So, verse 4 says, The reward for humility and fear of the Lord is riches and honor and life. Now, generally speaking, a person who fears the Lord is a person who loves God with all their heart, right? And if that person loves God with all their heart, they're going to most likely, or they are, they're going to seek to honor the Lord by following the Ten Commandments, let's say. Okay, so what are some of the commandments? Well, you don't lie, you don't steal, right? You don't you don't covet other people's things, so you don't become bitter towards them, right? You honor other people, you put them before yourself. So someone who lives that way, generally, life's going to be a little bit easier for them, typically. Okay, that's not always the case, but typically speaking, in a very practical day-to-day living, if you are honest with people, people respect you for being honest. If you lie to people, people don't trust you and they don't respect you. Okay, so someone who who um, fears the Lord in that sense, right, and they do good things and do right moral things, they're going to have riches on this earth, right? They're, they're maybe going to be able to hold on to money a little bit better. They're maybe going to have more respect of people. Maybe they're going to be people who take better care of their bodies and take better care of their lives, okay? So they might live a little bit longer. So in a very day-to-day practical sense, this verse can apply. But ultimately, ultimately we know Solomon really is pointing us towards the unseen, the spiritual. And this verse very much so applies to the idea of laying up your treasures in heaven. So in the other sense, doing that very same thing of fearing the Lord and loving God with all your heart and putting him first and being humble, this this means that you recognize that God is the higher authority, not you. You don't tell God or everyone else what is right and what is wrong. God tells you and then you follow it. That's humility, okay? And you fear the Lord and you look to him and you love him with all your heart and you trust him then that is laying up a great treasure in heaven. That is not materialistic things, okay? That is riches of of the glory of God and joy and peace and all those things. And God honors you for living that way, living the way he created you to live, right? And everlasting life, we could say everlasting life here, is what is attained through those um, heavenly riches, not worldly riches. 
But um, ultimately, this here just falls right in line as a foundational verse of the entirety of the Bible, right? If a person restores their relationship with God, that's what it means to fear the Lord, then they're going to have blessings that nothing else on this earth can compare to. They're going to have blessings that bring true joy and true be peace. And you will have it for all eternity. Okay, some good stuff this morning. I keep going on, but I'm going to stop there. But thank you for joining me this morning. Uh, some really, really good verses to get started for this week. At the end of the day, these verses are all about loving God and putting God first. They're all about making your life about serving the Lord, and that is the most rewarding thing you can ever experience. Have a wonderful and blessed day. Seek first God. Take care. I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye.